What's up? What's up? Welcome, everyone. Peace and blessings, you guys. All right. Welcome back to another episode. We in here. So yeah. I thought we go ahead and we're jump live into on Facebook. things. Yes, I think we're all set up. Everything's plugged in. So I was thinking we'll go ahead and jump into it. So by the time people come in, our intro is done and we're into the juice and into the, the meat of the show. How you feel about that? Feels good. good. All right. So let's jump on into the intro. Oh, I have a cat in my background. <laughs> What's up, everyone? I'm BB Nicole. Peace and blessings. I'm Trin and welcome back to the Beauty Ball. I'm BB Nicole. I am the founder of DHG Pro University as well as salon owner at Deluxe Hair Gallery. Co for the ones that don't know. That's right, girlfriend. And I am the CEO of Totally Trend LLC. I'm your co-host here at the Beauty Vault, as well as your co-educator at DHG Pro University. Hope you yes. guys are having a good night. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I decided... Um, You know, it is Mental Health Awareness Month. So I feel like last show, like while we check in, I really enjoyed last week's episode. What did you think about it? Like, how did you feel about the sip, chat, and paint? Or do you feel like that's something we should do on the Beauty Vault moving forward? I was like, that was a vibe. I definitely agree. It was a relief um and a release at the same time it was a relief because there wasn't the pressure to uh, produce (laughs) or even perform Mm -hmm. um as well as a release uh using art as a outlet you know to kind of center emotions and thoughts and things so i really enjoyed it i look forward to doing that more in the future I am still here vocally. I'm not sure what happened. I still see you, but my camera froze. (laughs) But I am still here. But I'm glad you enjoyed that idea too. Um, Let's see if I can get back on the screen. What's up with that? Child, I'm back with the wrong name. (laughs) You're looking good, girlfriend. Thank you. You look beautiful too. 613 is definitely your color. Well, guys, I can't edit my name because guess what? The show is already rolling, but I am definitely BB Nicole. But anyway, um, so let's go ahead and check in. How are you feeling today? I am. I'm feeling grateful. I'm feeling hopeful. I'm feeling optimistic. I'm feeling. I'm feeling. Indifferent. Yeah, okay. I'm feeling all of those things. Gotcha. And probably some more. I'm feeling tired. I'm feeling a little um, overwhelmed. I'm feeling um, a little worried. So I'm feeling motivated. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling... 
I'm feeling strength. I'm feeling courage. Good. I'm feeling encouraged. Yeah. I'm feeling empowered. I'm feeling all of those things. Yes, yeah, a mix of emotions, a lot of feelings, huh? Yes. How about you? Uh, I am feeling. Um, I am feeling. You want to know the truth? Today, I almost felt like I like I didn't want to do a show tonight. Only because I just, you know, I was wondering. I was literally wondering when, you know, it was going to happen. When I was going to get in that mood or get into that, um, uh, get into that headspace where I'm just like, eh, man, not today. But today it was kind of like that for me. Um, I'll just be transparent, you know. Um, my second mother, someone who's very important to me, is, you know, going through some things, um, battling some things health-wise. And it's been a very um, emotional week, I guess, for like the family. Um, so just send prayers out to her because my second mom is everything to me. But just send some energy her way. But I just felt like I, I didn't want to do nothing today. That's how I felt. Like, that's really, that was my vibe today. So if I'm being completely honest, it was a lot to get ready for tonight's show so for anybody out there if today thank you so much michael i see all the comments we we thank y'all for tuning in but you know today i just my energy the topic couldn't have been better because i feel like i'm using my energy and my coping skills to just get through this week and yeah um i have a brave face on today i feel very overwhelmed with life but here we are. We're showing up. And I'm proud of us for showing up. For um, sure. I'm proud of us that we have made a commitment that no matter what's going on in our personal lives, we're still going to show up for our business. For um, sure. And we're still going to show up for ourselves. Yeah. Um, because these are goals that we set. These are plans that we've made. And so I'm proud, um, proud of you for being here. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being my accountability partner. Um, Because I said those exact words today. I'm just like, I don't feel like doing anything. I don't feel like doing anything. It would be so easy for me to lay in bed, kick back, Mm -hmm. um, you want to know something transparent? Just kind of yeah. sit in some sit in some self pity. You know what I mean? I'm, just, oh just my being God. the moment of the woe is me. Just being the moment of why me? Like why is this happening? Why are these hardships happening to my life? You know, and, yeah. and just being able to reflect. But as a mompreneur, yeah, as a beautypreneur as an entrepreneur i know that i've had to really motivate myself and motivate myself um on some really deep 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 levels these last couple of weeks on some on some on some shit like homegirl are you gonna just roll over and die yeah no No, you're not gonna do that because that's not in you for you know, sure. that's not an option. 
And with that being said, I've had to have some deep talks with myself, like get up, put your best game face on, mm-hmm. keep going, keep pushing, and do it as big as you can do it. You that's, know, and, that's and that's and, and that's motivated me to keep going. And mm-hmm. here we are. So I'm proud here we are. I'm very proud of us too. So that was a good check in. I think with the vibes, you know. Thank you to everyone that's uh, acknowledging us in the comments. I see you guys. Hey, Michael. Hey, Courtney. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We're going to. Um, I think we'll save the sponsorship for the end of the show because I feel like today we're going to just jump into it. Um, We have a question for the audience. So guys, we have a question for you all. How do you prioritize your mental health? We like to know, how do you guys prioritize your mental health? Comment that down below. Let us know what you guys think. Let us know what you guys are doing to um if you are someone because everyone does not struggle with mental health um it is mental health awareness month um so we are just keeping it a vibe this month we're keeping it chill we're putting ourselves first we're not forcing ourselves to show up any other way but authentic oh i left We're not forcing ourselves to show. I don't know what happened. Forcing ourselves to show up any other way but authentic this month. So if you guys can answer that question down below, how are you prioritizing your mental health? I also have another question for the beauty pros. Um, if you, because I know a lot of our audience are entrepreneurs and beauty pros. So the question for the beauty pros, does your current mental health state affect your business? If yes, is it a positive effect or a negative effect? Negative effect. So we're going to leave that question up and then we're going to get into today's hot topic, which is what therapy has taught us. We are really excited about just talking about more raw things on the podcast that matter to people. If you guys didn't like here, even in the beginning of the show, um, it's been a week for all of us. It's been a week for my co-host who is right here. She's battling her own things as well as pushing through and running a business, being a mom, being a friend, being whatever you can imagine and still showing up on the show with me as you see her. Um, As far as me, like, you know, I'm just be really honest. Today's show was really hard to show up for. You know, I feel like life is life and stuff is happening. You know what I mean? And it's just one of those weeks where I'm just like, fuck all that, fuck all this. (laughs) And that's how I feel. Um, But I showed up because I made a promise to myself uh, at the beginning of this year, I'm gonna show up for myself. And I hope you guys are doing something similar, holding yourselves accountable or holding yourselves to your goals um, this year as well. So um, you want to talk to them a little bit about your therapy journey? Oh, actually, before we get into this topic, because I already see it now, I see this going 
left or right, but we're going to make sure it goes right. We want to really quickly put up a disclaimer because we're going to dive into mental health today. We're going to dive into things that we do to take care of our mental health. And we also want to let you guys know for sure, for certain, that we have a disclaimer. Before we begin today's show, we'd like to remind our audience and our listeners that the information that we share in this episode is in this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only we are not licensed medical professionals and we do not provide medical advice if you or someone you know is struggling with mental health please seek out help from a professional licensed uh, therapist or a mental health specialist okay guys go get your real help We're just talking about our issues and what we're going through and things that we are doing to cope and put our mental health first, okay? So we'll get that out of the way and we will get into the show. So as I was saying, Trin, do you want to, my audio, my camera is acting a fool, so we just gonna keep going. Do you wanna talk to them a little bit about like your therapy journey or have you even done therapy? Tell them a little bit about that. Um, well, I actually have had the experience of, um, doing therapy. I went through, um, a program or a resource called better help. Mm-hmm. Um, you still there, BB? I'm here. My okay, audio good. is my camera. Froze. Just making sure we need. Yes. I'm here. I hear you. Yeah. So I believe that may have been, um, under six months ago when I uh, did an assessment through BetterHelp, I believe oh, wow. that I went online. I was looking for therapists in my area and um, one of their ads popped up. And I think that they were like, yeah, let's do an assessment right now and we can link you up with a therapist that would best match you and um, whatever personal goals or personal challenges that I may be having. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I completed it, completed an assessment mm-hmm. and within 24 to 48 hours, I had a response back in my email, um, with a lead, um, of contact information for a therapist that mm-hmm. would fit uh, my background, fit my goals, fit my challenges or, uh, things that, um, may have been bothering me or things that I may want to work on. And um, so I signed up. What I really liked about it is uh, they have different um, scale brackets. Oh, wow. um, Which I really, really like. So that made it able, that made it possible for me to be able to afford counseling. And so... I am grateful that I did it. I would say that therapy is a good thing Mm -hmm. if you are willing to be honest with first yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And um, your counselor and Mm -hmm. use therapy as a tool to help you throughout life. So I'm excited that I did take advantage of therapy. Yeah. How about yourself, Phoebe Nicole? <laughs> um, I am, uh, let's get into that. I am more so, uh, I guess I'll say I'm recently new to therapy. I'm a late bloomer. So to anybody who's thinking about it or considering it, 
try it. If you're already leaning into that direction, if you're already um, pulled or gravitated towards that, I say try it. But for me, I waited a long time. Uh, number one, I I learned about mental health the hard way. You know what I mean? By getting out in life, my family didn't talk about mental health. My family didn't talk about like things that our family had or anything like that. So for me, I had some trauma and I was having um, PTSD from that trauma. So I was at a point where I could not, um, I felt like I just could not avoid it anymore because it was spilling over into my life and affecting me. It was kind of like haunting me <laughs> in a way. So just living, being 30 plus years old, um, never took it seriously. Had some moments where I was like, you know, I probably should go to therapy, but I didn't. I decided to thug it out, rough it out, you know, be strong, be a strong black woman, be a strong woman who has no weaknesses. And most importantly, uh, uh, it, I, I just wasn't taught, we weren't taught to acknowledge mental health. It was almost like a myth, like go lay down, go take a nap, go drink some ginger ale. You know what I mean? So I started therapy and it's been great. It's been so good. I feel like, uh, not to be dramatic, but I feel like, I hate that. I hate the thought of saying like, I feel like I didn't have permission to be great or heal or do things in my life or the authority to do so. But therapy kind of heightened that confidence for me. It was like, I, it was like there, I needed that push. And I also needed like, different coping skills and a better understanding of things that I was facing. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm a late bloomer to therapy. Um, not going to say I didn't believe in it, but I didn't, um, I wasn't necessarily brought up to where people took it seriously. You know what I mean? And so I, before we keep going, uh, we have some comments. Courtney said, um, Courtney said what she does is she takes a mental health day well she takes mental health days she puts her phone on dnd to relax and get her thoughts together and she also listens to sermons i love that i was doing a lot of that before i you know took a different step and different approach to my mental health that's actually amazing that's yeah that's good stuff that is very good stuff so I guess it's safe to say that we would jump right into our first topic. So I wanted to say, um, that's not our first topic. <laughs> Let me find our first topic. Okay. So one thing that therapy has taught me, and if you know about it, you can, you know, pitch in or anything like that. Ther therapy has taught me about radical acceptance. And basically what radical acceptance is, is basically accepting things for the way that they are as in the present. It doesn't mean justifying traumatic experience, but accepting the reality of them. Uh, not accepting the reality of what's present can increase your suffering. Radical acceptance doesn't justify, doesn't just apply to trauma. It applies to radical acceptance of people, your current circumstances, and things like that. Uh, it basically just means that you acknowledge and honor difficult situations and emotions without ignoring them, avoiding them, or wishing they were they were different. And this um, 
applies to like unwanted feelings and emotions as well. So like for me, um, what I was like struggling with uh, was when I was having PTSD from like a situation that happened, I was kind of like avoiding it, not acknowledging it, but that wasn't healthy. And I thought that I was healing properly and, and doing what I needed to do uh, for that certain situation, but I was really just prolonging the inevitable. I needed to break down. I needed to, you know, go through all the emotions and I needed to kind of accept and face the thing that I was avoiding and ignoring. But you don't really... I didn't really know that. Like I was thinking like, as long as I hustle and grind and keep moving and keep doing what I got to do, I'm good. I'm okay. But I was just making my suffering worse. <laughs> you know what I mean? Have you heard about that um, concept in therapy or have you grown to understand and appreciate acceptance for what it is? Um, definitely learning. I can say that I'm uh, in that process or I've had experience with that. Mm -hmm. um, just realizing that it that whatever trauma that I have experienced, it is a real thing. You know, yeah. it is something that's real that it did happen to me and it did affect me. Um, yeah. So allowing myself to, um, I guess, go through the motions. Yeah. You know, maybe the ugly cry, right? Mm hmm or um, maybe the channels of anger, but also um, after that, going through the channels of understanding, understanding, yeah, yeah. Um, getting to the point of uh, forgiveness. Um, Got you for uh, you know for certain traumas that may happen. So you get into the point of forgiveness, forgiving yes. myself. Um, That's a good one forgiving myself for whatever blame or whatever responsibility that I have um, tied Maybe. myself to, right? And um, forgiving um, whatever other party or person that may have uh, afflicted me or gotcha. caused me to feel a negative way. So yeah, I've definitely had the experience during my healing process um, and uh, to accept that we as flawed beings uh, we make mistakes and yeah, and we sometimes my choice making yeah uh, could have probably put me in um, some certain situations. Got you. I am here, but my Wi-Fi keeps going out on my phone. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but no, yeah, no, I'm um, just glad we can hear you. Your yeah. audio is so good. Yeah, so. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I can resonate with that. Whenever it whenever it decides to refresh, that's what it keeps doing. When it refreshes, I will show back up. But um, like I agree with that because a lot of times, you know, there are there are actually moments where we have to accept our hand in some of our own trauma. You know what I mean? We have to accept our hand in that as well. And that's really important. So I I I like where you were going with that. I like what you said about that actually so um but yeah we can move on to the next i don't have anything to add <laughs> i i think radical acceptance so for for me therapy helped me accept things as they were accept my life as they as it is and understand the important next steps and understand that it's it's not forever it's not whatever i'm going through it's literally temporary you know what i mean and that's more so for the trauma. That's more so for the anxiety. 
the depression or anything you might be facing. You get what I'm saying? That's more so for that. Um, yeah. So you know what else therapy has helped me with? And if you want to add in something, you can too. Therapy has helped me with brutal honesty. What about you? Um, I think I've been pretty good on as far as like the brutal honesty before mm -hmm. of therapy, but I do feel like it has um, helped me to be more, to have more self-confidence. Interesting. More That's confidence good. in myself, more confidence in the way that I think. Yeah. Um, my healing, like my healing process, how I process certain things that I've been through, how I process certain traumas or experiences that I have with people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, brutal honesty therapy has definitely helped me in that area to build more confidence in being honest with myself yeah. and honest with others. How about you? It helped me because I'm like, honestly, I didn't even know, but I was kind of like a people pleaser, not to, not to strangers, but definitely to my inner circle, to my household. You know, I was a people pleaser and I was, I was not being brutally honest. I was actually kind of, it's so crazy. I was kind of like, imagine someone asking you to do something and you know, you can't do it. You know, you don't have time to do it. You know, you should be saying no. Um, and I would be like, yeah, I don't want to let nobody down. I don't want to. That was just something that I was dealing with. I do not struggle with that as much anymore. <laughs> but I would I would ruin my day. I would overextend myself. I would say yes to something I really wanted to say no to because I didn't want to upset anybody. Or I didn't want to let nobody down. That was happening in my house. That was happening in my friend groups. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, the brutal sure. honesty really gave me like, like I could breathe. Like now I say no and I mean no. And like my therapist taught me, if you are taking care of yourself, if the answer is no, then it's no. How people feel about it is not your business. How people, you know, treat you after it's not their business. Like how many people say no to you? And do you get offended? I was like, you know, no, for the most time I don't. But for some for some reason internally, I was just like battling with like letting people down or just fucking people pleasing. And that shit is whack. Don't people please. <laughs> so I just got more honest. Like, you know, it helped me really like, not in my day to day, like I feel like talking to people, being honest about other things is fine. But just I'm more so being really honest with myself. Not necessarily with people, but broody honest with myself so I can move forward and make the changes that I want. Not being in denial about situations that I put myself in. Not being in denial about, you know, how I let people treat me and so on and so forth. So that type of honesty, not brutally honest, like, girl, do I look good in this? No, you don't. You know what I mean? But more so inflection, looking inward, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so. and um, just just to add on, you know, sometimes even as hairstylists, for example, um, just squeezing that client in, knowing that mm -hmm. you really should not be squeezing the client in, you really should be preserving an extra hour or two for yourself, right? Or yes. that extra block out for yourself, and you know you're going to pay for it tomorrow, but the fact that the client has called you of all the other stylists in the world, there's this feeling of <laughs> honor 
at at one point and obligation too that yes. I've had to experience the feeling. I'm honored that you chose me out of the whole world that you want me <laughs> to do your hair. Yeah. And in the same token, I've had this experience just with coming across people in my life that, mm-hmm. oh, well, if you called me, you need me. So God sent you to me. So I Girl. have to do it before you. <laughs> you know, I'm your saving, you know. Yes. You're, you're, you're this is divine. <laughs> so now I have an obligation to yeah. you. And so I've, I've told you, yes. But knowing that already before I even told you, yes, because you heard me say, um, in that moment, mm-hmm. that's when I should have bailed, right? And been mm-hmm. honest and said, hey, you know what? I, as much as I would like to, I probably shouldn't. But, you know, I've definitely been there where I'm like, well, okay. You know, I I could go ahead. I could skip lunch and not eat today and go ahead and squeeze you in. Yeah, and being and really honest with yourself. Like, you sure? Okay. And you know it's not. You know you're not okay with it. You, you know, know you need food. And <laughs> immediately hate hating my life as soon as i hang up i'm immediately hating my life i'm immediately regretting my decisions yeah. and i'm gonna put my all my best into this client and her hair's yeah. gonna be popping and she gonna be happy but i'm gonna be paying for it i'm gonna yeah. pay for it so in the end sometimes it's sometimes like you say it's best to just be brutally honest and say look yeah. you know i am so tired as much as i would want to i'm so yeah. tired and i need to preserve and you know, this is the time that I scheduled to eat and I want to make sure that I'm here to service you guys in the future and I want to give yeah. my best. And who knows, your client, because you've been honest, your client might say, oh, well, God, well I actually got some free time on another, another time day. that may be convenient yes. for the both of you. So, um, mm. yeah, being honest could open opportunities for the both of you. So, yeah, for sure. Don't hurt yourself, that, putting yourself that out there FOMO, like that. FOMO, that fear of missing out. I, I experienced that too. Uh, but I got I've gotten better at that because honey they will be there you know what I mean, but yeah that was good that was very good I can relate to that we both do here so I, sure. I definitely feel that but yeah that's another thing that I learned from therapy like brutal honesty within like myself you know I feel like you you only really heal and transform when you're just honest about where you are in your life how you got there. And honest about if you want to make your life better too. Because some people say they want different. Some people say they want change. Some people say, oh, what was me? I'm tired of this. I can't do this no more. But some people are attached to their 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 issues. You know what I mean? They're comfortable with them. You know, so just be brutally honest. If you want change in your life, go get it. If you don't, radically accept that shit and be brutally honest with that. Um, so another thing that therapy has taught us, me, you, um, is self-control, right? Self-control. Let me get it on the screen. Since Okay. Self-control is the only control you have. Could you, can you resonate with that? How do you feel about that? Oh, well, when I think of self-control, I think of teenagers. Um, <laughs> Why do you think of teenagers? I don't know. Immediately when I'm reading self-control, I immediately was triggered and I thought about my teenagers. And Ooh. I say that because, you know, my teenagers, they're growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, in their mind, they've got it all figured out. 
they've got plans they've got goals and um they set their their they set their hearts on you know being free and being having free and living their full teenage life and for me as a parent it is excruciating it's heart-wrenching to um watch my teenagers uh bump their head you know go out here and, and experience in some of the hardships of the world and experience in some of the downs of the world and as a parent it's hard for me to uh keep that control or even self-control because i'm wanting to be like hey didn't i tell you this is hot or if yeah. you go left, this is this is gonna lead you to here. If you go right, this is gonna lead you to here. Yeah. Um, you know, teenagers they want to be able to experience it on their own, be able to light their own path, yeah. and um, it's understandable. But uh, I've learned that I cannot control their actions physically. You know, even from the time when they go to school. Um, I can't control their friends. I can't control um, the people that they're communicating with, right? The conversations that they're having. I can't, I really cannot control the things that they're seeing because technology is out here and they just have so much access to all of the things in the world. So I don't have control and it's hard as a parent. Um, Yeah to watch your child, like I said, experiencing some of the world, some of the hardships and bump their head and um, not being able to fly in with the cape and save them from themselves per se. Um, But having that self, I'm learning to have self-control at the same token to um, not allow uh, my children's actions, my my teenagers actions or any, anyone else for that matter to, allow me to get out of character, allow me yeah. to get upset or react out of an emotional state or yeah. um, to feel um, hopeless or, yeah. you know what I mean? Angry yeah. or or any of those negative things. So um, therapy definitely helped me to gain more understanding of the fact that we are not in control of anything other than ourselves and there's really sometimes there's sometimes even with dealing with different people from all walks of life sometimes walks of life. no matter what you say no matter you no matter how many you know how many different ways you try to express it um i'm still here my phone froze again explain it yeah at the end of the day that doesn't necessarily mean that um the op- op- opposing side is going to you know, receive what you want to say or do what yeah. you want to do. You cannot yeah. control that. You can only control yourselves. Hell, we, it's nothing that we can do to save our children's soul. There's no amount of money that we can pay. Wow. There's no amount of That's work that we can do to secure our teenagers, to, to, to secure our children's salvation, to get them, you know, their soul saved per se. Nothing. Sure. Only thing we're in control of is our own. That's right. And, um, you know, like, so yeah, therapy That's definitely so helped true. me to realize that 
we don't have control and it's okay and and that's okay we don't have to we don't have to always have that that control Mm -hmm. because just the same thing that was covering us and had grace and favor over us is the same thing that will um have favor and grace over my teenagers so that's right that self-control definitely resonated with me because it takes a lot of self-control to keep from swinging in with my cape every time (laughs) yes and i mean it's honestly like to piggyback off what you said like that's that's so true that's so real like a lot of the times we are raising our children we are you know, guiding them the best way they can. I mean, best way that we can, but the reality is they are individuals. They are gonna have their own thoughts, gonna have their own opinions, and they're gonna have to learn their own lessons. So I, as hard as that is for me, like I have teenagers as well. um, uh, So I I understand, you know? So as hard as that is to kind of like release that control, it's necessary because you don't need to hold on to like any like guilt or anything like that. Once children kind of start doing their own thing, um, if once women start kind of doing their, once children start doing their own thing, then, you know, all you can do is the best that you can really. I feel, I feel like if you know you raise them right and things like that, then you just gotta let God, you know, cover them and things like that. So I get what you're saying. I haven't experienced like a lot you know, with like, I have like minor things that my kids kind of, you know, bucket me about. I feel like we definitely have two different kind of experiences. And I do want to uh, acknowledge that like our children are going through totally different things, you know, um, but I get like as a mom, I resonate with that. And I understand that um, to lethal logic. We see your comment. Uh, we appreciate your feedback um we are just not on that topic today but we will look at that your comment and if we have a show that actually has anything to do with your comment we'll we'll use your your feedback and possibly answer that um but so as far as like self-control and being self-controlled being the only thing that you have control over as far as a mental health standpoint as far as a therapeutic standpoint we're talking about things we learn in therapy so as far as that um just like what you said i've just learned to kind of look inward you know what i mean look inward and put my energies and efforts and being like the best person that i can be being like the best individual that i can be because once you realize that once you realize that once you get your shit together and you move accordingly and stand up for yourself and enforce your boundaries and everything like that everybody around you kind of it falls into place you get what i'm saying when you are focused on yourself when you're focused on your own behavior your own um the what you're putting out how you're treating people for the to the best of your abilities putting out the best version of yourself all you really need is to control yourself. And therapy has helped me with that. Of course I knew that, but I guess I was having a hard time like applying that to like, you know, my children, my love life, people that I do business with, so many different things. Like just really truly accepted the fact that 
you cannot control anyone's actions. You have to, you know, control yours. It just, it just really helped me uh, make better decisions and enforce my boundaries. You know what I mean? So I resonate with what you're talking about as well. But yeah, um, anything else you want to add to self-control? Um, no. <laughs> Are you, I'm laughing at you because I know what you're thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> but that leads me into the next topic the next thing that we learned from therapy that boundaries are for you boundaries are not for people around you to enforce boundaries are for you people do not have to respect you you have to respect you i've learned that in therapy that has been like the biggest takeaway it's like you know understanding that you want people to speak to you with respect if you want people to honor their word and things like that whenever a line or boundary is crossed you have to enforce it people a big a lot of a common mistake that i feel like people make i'll just speak for myself because i don't want to sing preachy a, a mistake that i was making in my past is like telling people hey you can't do this. You can't handle me this way. You can't, you know, move this way and still have access to me, still be in my presence. Do you get what I'm saying? You hear me? Oh, you eat. <laughs> but you can't have access to me, you know, if you are going to move left or uh, go off the script. But the biggest thing is once you deal with or um, allow someone to do something repeatedly or overstep a boundary of yours, if you don't enforce it, you just show them that you don't even respect yourself. You just show someone that you don't respect your own self. You don't hold yourself to your own word. You get what I'm saying? So it's really important to know that boundaries are for you. I learned that in therapy and I have been, honey, life has been good <laughs> since then. That was like my biggest one, enforcing my boundaries, not just like in love life, but like in friendships, in family, in my business. In my business, mainly, mainly in there as well. So what about you? Um, yeah, definitely said and had the experience of having to set boundaries in my personal life uh, yeah. as well as in business. Um, yeah. Sometimes clients can overstep boundaries. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Um, and sometimes we need to enforce those. Mm -hmm. I've even had clients just walk right up in my house. Just Without I service even. hair. You know, I've had those experiences where I had clients just kind of open the door because it was unlocked and just walk in the house. I've even had some people in my personal life just walk straight up in the crib. And I guess wow. on, one, on one side, I'm I'm honored that you feel that comfortable. For sure. You know, where we good like that, where you <laughs> feel at home. Yeah. You can come in, hey, just walk on up in here. Um, in the same token, I realized that maybe there's some boundaries that I haven't set that um gives off that impression that that yeah. is acceptable. Right. That's true. Um, because even though, you know, just for because I use that example, I'll elaborate. Yes, I am servicing you guys in my home and you may, you know, you have an appointment that's coming up, but 
Maybe that like I'm, I, you know, I'm gonna just be transparent and brutally honest. I yeah. use every single minute right up until you knock on my door. Same, I do the same thing to make sure that when I do open the door, that things are pretty are nice to your eye. That it that mm -hmm. you're gonna be as comfortable as you can possibly be, so I can um, provide the best and optimum service for you. So yeah. that knock just lets me know that I need to. <laughs> Lay my eyes on everything to make sure we're good. So if you just opening the door and helping yourself, um, walking on That's up strange. in there, that kind of <laughs> takes that away from me and catch me off guard. Yeah. And even um, on a personal level, you know, I could be expecting you, but anything could be going on in my house during my personal time before you get here. So yeah. those are just small examples of boundaries that I've even had yeah. to set. Um, and just on the respect Ooh. level, mm -hmm. um, no, even in business, business and personal level, no, you don't necessarily have to respect me, but I've created boundaries by just making sure that I don't put myself in certain environments yeah. where I feel like I wouldn't be respected, right? So yeah, um, there may be certain events or places that I might want to go, but I feel like if I'm not going to be a valued or respected under that roof then i may kind of sit that out yeah um, sit that experience out, and that's okay yeah um, I that. yeah or even some friends uh creating some boundaries with friends you know maybe I there's agree with friends that. that are always talking about negative you know oh maybe my you goodness that, maybe you have that home girl or homeboy that every time you talk to them it's always yeah. about someone else it's always about drama it's never about business and how we can expand and how we can grow and how we can be better people it's always about um this drama and who who said this about who who's dating who who's sleeping with who and yeah. she knows she was wrong for that weed you know so i've even had to create certain boundaries um with friendships um yeah. or associates um when it comes to sharing my time and sharing my space and sharing my energy because yeah. that's not something that I like to do. I don't like to build with people at the demise of others. I don't like to congregate sure. yeah. with um, people to talk down on other people, eat business. Yeah. Um, exactly. Now it's a difference between venting, you know, and I believe that sometimes we do need to vent. A healthy balance. And, yeah. So find you an appropriate bitch buddy, someone For that sure. will allow you to vent tell how you feel, express how, you know, how you feel, how uh, about that situation. But then after it's said, you guys move on to the next subject. They don't even actually necessarily give you advice unless you ask. For sure. Right. Yeah. I, so, um, yeah, we, we need to create boundaries for ourselves. For and another sure. thing, not allowing certain people just to spill on you. That's so important. Right. That right there is so important because... You know my motto. You know how I feel. I always say, like, we are literally what we pour, what we allow to be poured into ourselves, what we allow other people to pour into us. What we are pouring into ourselves, it spills over into everything we're doing, our love life, our sex life, our business life, our parenting. So you definitely got to be careful who you're letting, you know, what you're let, what you're, what you're consuming. Um, we do have a good question in the audience. It says, do you think boundaries are helpful to get a desired outcome or is it just away from tough engagement? Um, do you want to take that or should I? Go ahead. You can start. 
I'll start. Okay. Um, I'll say I think boundaries are, I think about a bit of both. Um, I don't necessarily set up boundaries to um, to get away from tough engagements, you know, because I don't believe in like avoidance or thinking or things like that. But I do think because I'm not sure exactly what we're talking about. So I'm just talking in general. But I feel like there are some tough engagements that you can avoid until you are ready to process. So uh, sometimes you may need to place a boundary to a point where if someone wants to engage with you about something that you're not comfortable or ready to engage in, you can simply set up the boundary of, hey, right now I'm not available. I'm not able to discuss this or process this you know i need more time so i hope that helps i don't know exactly what you're speaking of but i don't believe in setting boundaries to avoid conflict or to avoid um things like that because that's that's a part of life you don't get to get through life without tough interactions you don't get to get through life without uh, um trauma or you know having bad connections with people you know what i mean boundaries are simply um once you set a tone or once you set um a lifestyle or a a, a type of life you want to have a type of energy you want to be around i feel like that's when boundaries come into place not necessarily to shield yourself from life or people that you don't necessarily want to engage with i don't really use boundaries for that so i hope that answered that what about you trend I mean, I could maybe see you setting some boundaries up for during a dating process. I guess that's what it kind of makes me think about when I'm reading, um, Mm -hmm. could boundaries be helpful to get a desired outcome? Maybe you're setting some boundaries up because you're trying to see uh, whether the person is genuine or not, you know, to determine whether or not that's someone you're really thinking about dating on a serious level or- uh, yeah. Maybe even on the job, you're creating some boundaries because you don't want to be overworked. Yeah, I think boundaries are, yeah. Until you see whether or not it's a job that you feel like you will be valued at. Thank you guys for your- That's what it kind of makes me think about, maybe. Um, Yeah. As far as straying away from, um, setting boundaries to stray away from tough engagements. That kind of makes me think about, That kind of makes me think about, just like you said, avoiding conflict. Yeah. So, so creating, so creating boundaries to avoid. I'll put the question back up. Maybe. I mean, maybe in some scenarios that could be beneficial. Maybe, maybe for example, you don't get along with your baby mama or your baby daddy. You know, you guys just can't come to a mutual understanding or respect level to cope. Yeah, boundaries your children so maybe there has been some boundaries yeah that were needed to be set right to keep you guys from experiencing some arguing in front of the children so yeah, yeah maybe yeah that could there could be some healthy boundaries to set when you want a desired outcome maybe when it comes to dating or your job right yeah or even mm-hmm. your children setting mm-hmm. boundaries with your children to see whether or not um they can handle responsibilities we Mm -hmm. have to take a second to say happy birthday to you buffy we love you so much i hope you're enjoying (laughs) thank you for stopping in and and enjoying the conversation on your day
Thank you, everybody. I see you guys. I love y'all so much. Thank you guys so much for um, yeah. stopping by and joining us today. Yeah. Um, we have decided to um, observe this month as official mental health awareness month. That's um, exactly so I'm really happy that we are doing that. And today's topic is um, what we've learned to, in therapy. Yeah, it's kind of recapping on the things that we've learned in therapy. Both of us have experienced therapy most recently in our early 30s. Um, I'm new to it. We've experienced different things in our life, uh, different hardships, different things that we would consider trauma. Um, and we both have um enrolled i, I, I want to say enrolled in therapy but what would you say enrolled i have um i would say you taken no, advantage it. i would say we have we have we have tried therapy it's just that simple on multiple occasions um yeah my currently journey in currently in it yeah my journey started um end of last year beginning of this year I avoided therapy all of my life like I said I come from a background where you know um, my family just didn't believe in it mental health was not taken seriously mental health is just not something that was discussed or acknowledged until later in life when it was kind of like knocking at your door then it's like oh such and such runs in our family oh such and such you know has it or does it help um I'll just put a disclaimer out we are not licensed professionals we're just speaking from our own perspectives and point of views. If you are battling with mental health, please look for and seek out a licensed professional therapist. Um, has Let's it help or does it help, um, Buffy? For me, therapy has made a major difference. I feel like, you know, um, just unpacking burdens, lightening my load. You can do this many different ways. I tried it many different ways up until I started doing therapy. But um, when I did need a little more help, I chose the route of therapy. And it just, it was something that was really good. Um, did, and has it helped my situation? For sure. I feel like what I initially started therapy for is totally different from where I'm, I'm learning more things now in therapy, but I initially started for something totally different, but I've grown with it and and I'll keep it around as long as I need it. What about you, Mo? Yeah, definitely um, therapy helped with my situation. Um, I am a survivor of multiple traumas um, in my life. So uh, therapy definitely helped me to be able to kind of um, affirm some thoughts that I've had within myself during my healing journey over the years um, with the actual experiences and the reality um, of things that's happened to me right because there's my perception of what's happened and then there's the reality and so therapy really helped me to be able to put the two together um to come to understand clearly where I'm headed where I came from and where I'm headed and just like what you were saying earlier therapy helped me to realize that yes those things did happen to me but it didn't kill me I'm that's here right. I'm a survivor right. I'm here I'm living I'm breathing sure. um and it doesn't define you either and it doesn't maybe it does i don't i don't know maybe it does but it has that's just for me right maybe it maybe it didn't find you but for me i feel like maybe it did in a sense that 
it did mold me. You know, some things that I experienced in my life were so traumatic that it changed me for the rest of my yeah, life. Yeah, it, it changed how you lean. And, and for me, tra- I, for me, I realized trauma is gonna is something that's gonna always be with me. We're one, always. But I, but therapy has helped me to um, understand the tools that I have. That I have everything that I need to be able to get through. For Every sure. time that I'm triggered, I'm going to be living with these triggers and these traumas for the rest of You're my life, but I'm still going to be okay sure. because yeah. I have all of the tools. I have all of the things that I need to be able to get through these things. Um, therapy helps me to remember, to refocus, to recenter myself. Mm-hmm. Um, therapy helped me to give myself some grace. I am mm-hmm. hard on myself. Therapy helped me to realize that I am my own worst critic. I'm super hard on myself. Therapy mm-hmm. helped me to realize that I'm an overachiever. Mm-hmm. And because of the things that I've experienced in my in my life that I felt like may have been losses or mm-hmm. um uh, or or experiences that I didn't get to get, to get didn't get to experience or have. So I put my all. I'm very passionate about everything. I put my all into everything. Uh, sure. Therapy helped me to realize why I am the way that I am, why I'm so passionate about certain things, why when people hurt me or I'm affected, I push them away. I never met you. I never knew you. Yeah. Um, so therapy has definitely helped me in my situation sure. um, on many, many, many positive notes, positive ways. And yeah. I encourage everyone, especially brown people, to For at least sure. try it out three times. Gotcha. Four times. So um, we have our people in the chat are really giving us feedback. I just wanted to take a moment to acknowledge that. Thank you so much. Um, so um, my screen is a little far away. Can you take this one? Because it seems really long. Yes, this is my sister who I live for. Okay. It says, My therapist session, my first therapist session, I was 31. Mm-hmm. Make sure it's with someone who resigns with you. I chose a black woman okay. who helps me to understand the difference between mental and spiritual. Now that's, that's for sure, because there's definitely a difference between, I don't know if we're speaking about traumas, but mental health and spiritual health, mental that's traumas, different. mental traumas. Um, so yeah, girl, no, I, I can relate. Oh, all three of us can relate because all three mm-hmm. of us were in our thirties when we experienced mm-hmm. our first time. My first for session sure. was actually in February. My first one was in January. I'm sorry, I'm perfect. <laughs> but I, my first session, um, it's important to pick pick what's important to you. You know what I mean? And it's okay to try on a new therapist, like a pair of shoes, you know, until it's the right fit. So think about that as well. You don't have to be tied to anyone. So that was great. Make oh, sure yeah, that's definitely for sure. I know, you know, just like Miss um, White was saying, my homegirl was saying that go with someone who resonates with you. For sure. Um, initially, when I started therapy, I had an open mind that, okay, I'm going to give this therapist two sessions, Ooh. two or three sessions, right? Remember I was telling you, I was like, they got two, they got two or three yeah, shots. Three the first me. time is automatically, no, gotta I go. don't matter what they do on the first time, I'm gonna let them slide. But after the <laughs> second or third time, if I don't like them, they fired because this is about me. And just like you say, I wanted to be with someone who resonates with me, yeah. someone who I'm gonna be able to trust. I'm gonna feel comfortable being open yeah. with, right? Yeah. And so I had my own personal reasons on why I, I chose who I chose. Yeah. 
um, yeah, you choose a woman, a woman of color, or um, a, you know, a Caucasian woman, or a, a man, man of color, or a Caucasian man. male for your own reasons. Someone it's that um, is religious or not religious. Someone exactly. who, you know, what I'm saying, a spiritual who is not spiritual. You have um, you can find so your fit. So many different walks of life, and so many different you people do. who can connect to you, yeah, and your individual experiences and your individual traumas. Yeah. And so I was really happy to um experience it on my own because i'm out here thinking like i'm a lost cause like who is gonna want to sit down and break down my shit and like i said i went through better help um they have they actually offer an assessment where it breaks down hey what are these what are the things that you would consider trauma what are the things that you've gone through in your life there were some traumas that i experienced that i didn't even realize that i was trauma that you had trauma trauma from them Girl. You know what I mean? So, you know, not to piggyback off of that, but um, yeah. I, I wanted to say before we move on to the next comment that also like if you are considering therapy for someone who met one of our listeners or live viewers who have not commented and they're just watching or you're considering therapy, um, be open-minded. Do have a set of rules and a set of standards that you know you have for yourself, what you're comfortable with, what you're most comfortable with and be okay if you don't get it right the first time. For me, my first experience, I feel like just from the place that I was at and my um, conversation with God, I, he just knew it had to be right immediately because of it was a either this gonna happen now or it's not gonna happen. So I feel like my experience went really good the first time, but I don't feel like that's Same. the normal case for everyone. Um, and but I was also mentally prepared that if it, I did not feel comfortable with my therapist, I was gonna call the shot and say no, someone else. So Same. advocate for yourself and be okay with having to try on different people and you may get lucky, but if for you're sure. interested, but don't let that deter you. Right. Um, and then yeah. we have another comment that says, do you Good think stuff. this new mental health wave is sensitizing men? I don't think that um, mental health is new. Um, I feel like, like we're our community. I, I don't want to assume uh my community <laughs> my my reach my circle of influence my things that i was around mental health is new for me but mental health has been around i personally feel like it is strengthening men um i personally feel that way from anybody i'm connected to, um and just hearing their thoughts and actually kind of I'm on social media quite a bit, like watching podcasts and watching other men. I'm into male podcasts and male shows. I like hearing their perspectives. So I feel like a lot of the men that are partaking in therapy, they're, I feel like they're becoming stronger. You know what I mean? Just from hearing their thoughts, hearing how they're healing and overcoming their own things. I personally don't, I would hope it's not desensitizing men. I just can't speak for men. I feel like that's something that a man would have to, ask i mean answer you know i i yeah. from what i of it i don't see it affecting men in a in that way that i've seen you know so i don't know what do you think <laughs> are you, you know, a man you know, it's just, he's asking what i think i think that oh. you know i think it is appropriate to answer because he's asking what i think and that is what oh, i oh, think do you is, think yes you know okay. do i think that the new mental health wave is sensitizing men i i want i wonder if you're trying to say desensitizing men um I feel like sensitizing is the right word because it is you know, making or, them okay, sensitizing and making them sensitive. Is yeah. that is that what you're saying? Yeah, okay. I think so for me, I feel like it's an empowering thing because
because it takes a lot of courage. Therapy is not no easy breezy thing. I'm talking about at least three of my sessions. I know that I've been snotty nose, um, really (laughs) having to get it together because I've really been uh, unwrapping, unraveling some things and revisiting and re-experiencing some trauma. And, you know, those are real feelings. So um, that takes a lot of courage. I say all that to say it took a lot of courage for me to be transparent. It takes a lot of courage to be honest, you know, with uh, myself and with a stranger. Right, For because sure. just like the therapy is get the therapist is my counselor is getting to know me, I'm getting to know them too. So it takes a lot of courage to be to express some of the things that um, I experience and put my trust out there. That once I do put myself out there, that they're going to give me um, the best advice to help me to be the best trend I can be for the rest of the day and in the future. Um, so for what I think for men, what I've experienced for men that. When I see a man talking about his real life experiences and when I see it, when I see as a woman, see a man talking about his feelings, um, talking about how different experiences have affected him or shaped him or molded his choice making as an adult things. When I see men talk about things that they experienced as a child um, and why it makes them uh, make certain decisions in their adulthood. Um, it makes me hopeful as a woman. Um, it makes me proud, especially as a brown woman, because that takes, to me, I, I can feel the courage and I can see the strengths. Bravely. So um, maybe it is, maybe it does sensitize, makes the man more sensitive and in, more in touch with his feelings. But I think that that's a great and awesome thing. Me too. Um, I think maybe more of our men um, sh- should be encouraged to be in tune with their sensitive side. Yeah. Um, because a lot of our men have grown up to, from my observation, a wow. lot of our brown men grow up feeling like, it looks like that they cannot show emotion. You're weak Only if you cry. You're, you know, you cannot show weakness. You cannot show... Um, it's not okay for you to fail. It's not okay for you to fall. And and I and I think that that's not fair for our for some of especially right. our brown men. So um, this new mental health wave um, for the men, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm hopeful I'll clap for, for it. that too. <laughs> there are things that some of our men, especially that's in our DNA, um, that needs to be addressed. And the only way to address it is to talk about it to be acknowledged that some of the things that our brown men have experienced from their childhood and their father's experience and their father's father's experience, that it wasn't okay, um, that they didn't deserve that and that they deserve more than that and that they are valued and that they are loved. And so that takes us being in touch with our sensitive side and the man as well. So the answer to that is yes, I do think it is making them more sensitive, but that's okay. Girl, you said that. I thank you for breaking it down that way. And thank you for really uh, looking at that question from a different angle. Um, I'll just shortly answer. I, I I do think it's sensitizing men and I'm here for it because I think they do need to tap into that, have that balance. I don't think it's good to just be all hard all the time. You know what I mean? So you said that so eloquently, so beautifully. I love that. I hope you received that. Um 
uh, and I see, let's go to, um, there are some other ladies' comments. We're going to wrap up soon, guys, because we like to keep it's it under I'm so happy that you're fabulously 40 today. Oh, that's beautiful. We wish you more Listen, life. And she is a, I'm so glad, and it's an honor to actually have her here on our mm -hmm. podcast today because yeah. um, she is sure a advocate for mental health. She is an advocate for self-care. Love to I see mean, it. She is the billboard and advocate for self-care. Yeah. And she actually blessed me on my birthday with um, the massage that I was oh, bragging I about. That. You did. She oh, that is amazing. For my birthday, um, for self-care, for that very thing. And that's for my love. mental health. And that's she's love right there. Doing things and just reminding me to take time for myself. That's amazing. And not do too much, put myself out there. So I'm grateful that she's not only my client, my cousin, my friend. And, wow. Um, yeah, so it's it's beautiful. It's an honor to have her here on our show. Can I just say this right quick? I'm so sorry. It's probably on a tangent. No, go ahead. I'm just thinking about all of us, some of us out here that are experiencing this tight, thick energy, right? It's a lot of emotional energy. It's a lot of stuff For going sure. on with our families right now, yeah. right? It's a, it's, right? It's it's a lot of turmoil and challenges going on in the family with the family unit. And is it the retrograde? Girl, I don't know. I've been trying to like avoid retrograde because it, 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 it retrograde. Get out of here. It affects me heavily, and I've I've been like this. I've, I don't want to see it on my timeline. I don't want to see nobody talking about it. I just wanted to skip over because I am get maintaining my energy. Retrograde. Okay. I am maintaining my energy. I'm maintaining my peace to the best of my abilities. So yeah, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to go down that route. I'm ignore. I'm ignoring retrograde it's just gonna do what it do let the energies do what they may <laughs> but um do you want to answer the question that's on the screen um i'll read the question thank you lethal logic um, i'm assuming that you're a man and um we and are really grateful we always him. grateful i know we have a uh, mascot mascot michael one of our top yeah. supporters mike please join us in the energy show. thank you so much for joining us today and, and interacting with us and just being a part of our show um, we do appreciate uh, your masculine energies here today. For sure. So let's read your question. Um, could y'all understand that a man's therapy is the strip club? And would y'all promote <laughs> more men? I didn't growing? read this. Okay. <laughs> We're going to, um, do, do we have time for this today or do we not? If we got I time, mean, we can have time. You asked me to read it and then. I didn't know, but it's okay. <laughs> You know, I'm gonna put it like this. I'm gonna put it like this. It's a man's therapy is the strip club. Like you really have to elaborate for me. Yeah. Um, promote y'all going. Promote men going. I'm gonna promote men being at home with their wives and their kids. That's where I'm. That's where I'm gonna promote men going. Um, I'm gonna promote men not using the strip club as a therapy as therapy. Because some of these women that are in the strip club need therapy themselves. So I'm going to lead you straight to um, the professionals, which would be the people who are passionate, people who yeah. went to school, who took who study, who train, who do research, who yeah. pray for you. I'm going to send my men there. I'm going to send my for men sure. home to, to women who have their best uh interest best interest because some of my sisters in the strip club a lot of my sisters and they got a lot going for themselves and they're good women but i don't know them all mm -hmm. and all of them ain't good people so 
go home, be with your women who, who <laughs> want the best for you. That's why I'm going to send y'all to How about that? That's a, I don't have anything to follow up with that. That's good. <laughs> we are pre, I mean, women should be pampered at least once a week. No, women should be pampered at least seven days a week. <laughs> you getting her started. <laughs> I'm going to just have to disagree. At every, I'm going to have to say that women should be pampered at least one hour every day. How about that? Therapy at, least, is at least one hour, seven days out of the week, a woman should be pampered. Yeah, for sure. Okay. We got a comment that says therapy is going to that hold you accountable for what you do with the strip Free club. game, okay? For sure. ASMR. ASMR. Don't do that to the ears. Therapy is going uh, to hold you accountable for what you do oh, in the strip club. Okay, honey. Okay, that is correct. That is correct. Oh my goodness! Ain't nobody giving you the substance. I mean, uh, really, the best advice you could possibly get on gin and juice, twerking to crime mob or uh, yo Gotti with cocoa butter booty in your face. Ain't nobody Mm -hmm. thinking clearly in that type of environment. So go sit down yeah. and talk to the professionals For sure. and get some really good advice and some and learn yourself, relearn yourself, unlearn some, unlearn some crap, set some boundaries. Yeah. Um, radically accept the things that you know were unfortunate that probably shouldn't have happened to you, but accept that it did, but it didn't kill you. For sure. It made you better. It made you stronger because you're still alive. You're still breathing. And it it made you grateful because the most high is still breathing life in our lungs. The most high is still covering us. The most high is still showing us grace and favor. And there are we in though we have lost loved ones, we still have other loved ones here to hold us and wipe our tears away and to assure us that God is still here living and real. So I'm grateful for y'all. Okay, so I guess we're gonna go to therapy. Go to to therapy. (laughs) Tell your mama go to therapy. Your cousin, your uncle. Never too old. Um, I, I, speaking of therapy, I have a lot of like clients that are therapists and counselors. Um, and they were just saying like, everyone should go to therapy. And I honestly, in my opinion, I definitely feel like everyone should, but y'all do what y'all want as you should. Everyone should, (laughs) but the reality is therapy is not going to work unless you want it to. Therapy is not going to work for you until you're ready to, um, Accept the, you know what I'm saying? Accept the stuff that's happened to yeah. you. Um, realize that you do need help, right? Accept the fact that you do need help. You're not in control of everything and that's okay. Um, and be ready to be honest. If you're not ready to be honest with yourself and someone honest. else, a stranger, therapy isn't going to work for you. You're not ready for therapy yet. If you're not willing to do the work and fall and get back up and fall again and get back up, and therapy is not gonna 
and be held accountable and hold yourself accountable. Therapy is definitely going to hold you accountable because they're going to give you homework and tools for sure to the next one. Yeah. Oh my gosh, girl. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. I just will never forget my first day of therapy. It was like my first time ever. The ringer, the timer went off. It was like, and I just felt like I got. We were just getting deep. Exactly. Yeah. My most vulnerable parts to you it is over like, oh okay well Time's you know up. i gotta save someone else so i'll <laughs> talk to you next week and i'm just like i don't know i need more <laughs> yeah that's funny but i made it through i made it to the next week and i was glad that i did so i encourage you guys if there's anybody out there yeah um i don't know who you went through bb but try better help um yeah. i would advocate I went about through you, Google baby? and um, yeah, I, I recommend they are like, first of all, they're hotlines. They're hotlines um, in every state. They have uh, mental health hotlines for people to call. So look that up. Um, I don't know where everyone's watching from, but they have hotlines that actually will help you speak to, will let you speak to a licensed professional in the in the event of a crisis. And they, it's for free. You can call someone. Um, but of course you want to get yourself your own therapist. You can use Google, you can search any type of behavioral therapist, um, uh, in your area. And the best thing to do is of course, don't diagnose yourself because a lot of people think they got something or think they're dealing with something and you really just need to let the professionals tell you what's going on. Um, so don't decide if you have anything going on, let someone talk to you, hear your situation and better direct you and better help you. So I say Google, there are some free resources like your um, hotlines for mental health um, in your communities. Um, Also, wait, I lost my train of thought. What was he saying? (laughs) Do you remember the number for the um, free hotline? No, but it's actually in my, uh, see guys, I have an emergency plan for when I'm in a crisis, but it's on that and it's been sent out to all of y'all. It's been sent out to you too. (laughs) But I think it's, I don't want to say it wrong because if someone's listening and they're relying on it, I would hate for them to take this information and it'd be incorrect. Um, But you can Google uh, my local hotline hotline hotline, mental health hotline they have them there are resources at your disposal um yeah uh, i think you should i think everyone should try it at least once you know what can you lose what can you lose but um are we gonna wrap up are we out of here i feel like i ain't got nothing else to say you yeah, must have more to say good show no yes you I do, do want to um <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm not going anywhere if you're not. So I, she said it'd be like that, friend. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Okay, I see something that might need to be answered. Is there free therapy? I feel like I kind of answered it, but is there free therapy for those that can't afford it or have health insurance? Um, and they're That's asking for question. those who don't have options. I want, she wants everyone to get all the help they need. There, from what I thank you, we have a great conversation. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. Thank you for supporting us. We'll make sure we come through because I see you're on YouTube and have a platform. We'll make sure we come through. Um, but as far as I will only speak for myself, um, there are places, there are resources. You have to look at your um, 
you have to kind of search some things you have to search for. There are free resources like local hotlines and numbers that you can call at any time. Um, a lot of people, a lot of the suicide hotlines and things like that have, uh, I don't want to say that incorrectly because I know my state, they have licensed professionals. I'm in Georgia, so I don't know any other state. So when you call one of the hotlines, you're talking to, there's a, a number here where you're talking to actual therapists. So I don't want to direct anyone to like a suicide hotline or something and you're just talking to a regular person. I wouldn't advise that. Google and research is, is the best thing you can do. All most most um, offices, mental health offices, have either a payment plan or a, a monthly subscription and things like that. I pay a flat rate for all of my sessions for the month. My insurance does is not um, the place that I went to. They don't take my insurance, and I just happen to really love my therapist, so I committed to paying out of pocket because it was just that important to me, that much of a luxury for me, but they have plans to where they will work with you as far as financially. You can pay one lump sum and they're, they can, it can be pretty affordable. You just have to ask those questions because I had to ask that question to find out that information. I was like, you know, hey, I don't want to be stressed out about therapy, about what it costs. Um, and so, you know, so how can I not have to worry about finances when doing my therapy sessions? And they, that's when she talked to me about the place that I go to. She talked to me about their monthly flat rate and I opted for that. So look up your resources. I feel like you can look up with like, I don't want to say the wrong thing. Would you say like family planning and things like that would have resources or maybe Honestly, not. I have no idea, but I what don't we know. can do is um, we can. I'll tell you this. Can. I'll tag information about Georgia. I can right. grab that number and leave it in the comments. And I don't know if North Carolina has a line, but Georgia has a line. I'm pretty sure every state does. Yeah, you know. Um, so, but yeah. And Buffy, we hope that answered. We were not prepared for that, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, Google is always a resource. Get on there and Google what you have going on and Google will help you get to where you got to get. Um, but <laughs> Buffy's laughing, I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing at the comments there. <laughs> they said that they're, <laughs> you have to read it later. <laughs> we thank you guys for tuning in. My vibe is done. I'm ready to go to bed. I got to go take care of my mental health. And my mental health wants to snuggle up in my bed and watch a movie. <laughs> so we're going to sign out. Let's. Trin, you want to tell them when they can catch us every week and what time? Yes, you guys, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm just so grateful for everyone who stopped by and interacted with us today. Um, grateful for your families. Um, I just thank that thank the most high for um healing um sickness sure. right now. And um, I also thank the most high for restoring um the family units tonight. Um, I thank you for each and every person that's in my circle of influence. I thank you for the people who will see this video later on. I'm grateful for our mental health. Um, I'm grateful for a peace of mind and um, a steady heart. And I'm grateful for, uh, I'm grateful for the fact that we don't have to have everything figured out. 
um, and that our plan is set for us, right? Uh, you guys can catch us here every Monday around 9.30. We need to commit to at. <laughs> every Monday around 9.30 p.m. So be looking out for us. Um, we're humans. We are real live human beings. And stuff happens. But we do our best to show up before you yeah. every week committed and passionate about every single hot topic that we bring to you guys um, if you guys have any topics Ooh, that have you any like suggestions to talk yeah. about in the future we let us know <laughs> let us know i do want to take a moment just to um remind you guys that i do have a class that is coming yes. up on May the 23rd. Um, Evan Perez and I have a master class coming to you where we'll be teaching retwist techniques. We will be teaching starting lock techniques. We will be teaching coloring of the lock techniques as well as some um, um, cutting skills, some shaping up um, when you have lock clients. So if you guys mm -hmm. are looking to take your business and your skills to the next level, or if you know anyone that is trying to take their beauty um, career to the next level or earn some extra income, you need to join this class. It will be May 23rd at 6.30 p.m. at Touch of Precision Barber School. You guys can get one ticket for $250. Or if you want to bring a learning partner, we will be charging you guys $400. So, yes, that's two tickets for $200 each when you bring a learning exactly. partner. This is going to be a really, really awesome experience. And I'm grateful to be, um, to be joining a really awesome barber as well as barber educator to be bringing this class to you guys real soon. Yeah, um, I can't wait to travel up there for that. My name I'm, is Ronda. I'm, I'm super excited. So I thank you guys for all of your positive energy. I, I can use it all. Um, thank you for joining us. Thank you, BB Nicole, for coming for up sure. with the topic today, inserting everything, all of our captions. Thank for you sure. for um, being the yin to my yang. Always. Tell Brother Jamal we love his mom. Yes. We're praying for oh, her. yes, yes. Thank you Amen. for all, everyone who prayed for her. Y'all have a good night. Yeah, have a great night. Thank you. Peace, y'all.